This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Hey, it's Glenn, and I want to remind you, peace of mind is tough to come by these days unless you have a Liberty Safe. With a Liberty Safe, you won't worry when you leave the house because you'll know your valuables are protected. And right now, you can get free delivery to your home on any Liberty Safe. Go to LibertySafe.com for factory direct pricing. LibertySafe.com, made in the USA, lifetime warranty, and peace of mind. LibertySafe.com. Glenn Beck, the Blaze Radio Network. Evan McMullen, welcome to the program, sir. Great to be with you, Glenn. Great so, to be with you. So, Evan, tell us why we should vote uh, for you. What are your principles that you think are not being represented? Well, Glenn, that's the most important question of this election. It is about principles. Uh, you know, we've just put out a document called Principles for New American Leadership. And I would add another part to that title, New American Leadership and civic engagement. I think that's what we need in this country. We, we do need a new generation of leadership, a new conservative movement, but we need also a new era of civic engagement. And so as far as principles are concerned, in this document, there are 13 principles, but they start off with some very basic things that we're losing sight of, things that the two major party candidates uh, don't honor. I'm talking about the first, for example, our, our, we say our basic rights are God-given. That is so incredible. Our rights don't come from the government. They are inalienable, and they come from our maker. Number two, we honor our Constitution, not what we think it should be. There are different different opinions, but how it's written. Number three, government power must be separated and balanced. We must have checks and balances, and they must be honored in our system to protect against the government's abuse of that power. Number four, Our leaders must be honest and wise, because the reality is, even though we are blessed with an inspired Constitution, Glenn, if we don't have honest and wise leaders who respect that Constitution, our nation will suffer, and it has. And then the last one I'll just mention to start off with, number five, we share responsibility for service and civic duty. We need to serve our fellow man and and woman. We need to be involved in, in civic engagement. We need to be aware of the issues and well-informed, and we need, we need not to be passive in the selection of our leaders. I believe we must seek out leaders who are honest and wise and promote them into office, not merely wait for the parties to give us whoever they want to give us. We must find them, we must recruit them, and we must promote them forward to, to, to our leadership, to our service. What do you say to people who say Hillary Clinton is, I mean, I've heard people say she's the devil himself, and some people actually mean it, um, but some other, others, like me, uh, believe she is so wildly corrupt in all aspects of her life um, that she has to be stopped. Some people say, I don't like Donald Trump. But I will vote for him. And, and Evan, no matter how much I like you, I'm sorry, you don't have a chance. Why should I vote for you? Well, I'll tell you this, Glenn. I, my perspective on both of these two candidates, and you know, everybody's heard it all before, but they're both deeply corrupt. And I got news for everyone. This is my view. Donald Trump is a big government liberal, just like Hillary Clinton, maybe even worse. He does not respect our system of checks and balances. He doesn't respect the courts or their power. 
He doesn't respect, I believe, uh, uh, the Article One of the Constitution. He doesn't even understand the Constitution. He doesn't, you know, he proposes policies that are in violation of our Constitution. It seems like every week or couple of weeks it's something new. They are both big government liberals. That is the reality. This is the situation in which we find ourselves. How do we get here? Because we've accepted the argument that we need to vote for the lesser or decide the lesser of two evils between the two major party candidates for a long time. That decision, the lesser of two evils decision, that framework causes us to lower our standards for our leaders. And as a result of that, we get weaker leaders. We get corrupt leaders like both of them. We get leaders like many of ours who have disappointed us this year who won't stand up for principle, who put their own reelection first. And that is happening right now. And that's why we get that's why I think, Glenn, we have a leadership crisis in this country. So what I'm saying and what my running mate, Minnie Finn, is what she's saying as well, is vote for the people who you actually want to see in office. If you do not do that, if we do not do that, Glenn, we will never get the leaders we need in this country. We must use our voices, which are our votes, votes to support leaders who we actually want to see in office. And if they don't win this time, well, then they can win next time. But we must start building a movement, a new conservative movement, that will put leaders into the Oval Office and into Congress and elsewhere who actually uh, uh, embrace the principles of our country. There are people that say that um, uh, there may not be a next time. The country is at uh, the breaking point. And uh, you don't know what's going to happen, and and the way things are going, and how fastly and how fast we have decayed over the last eight years with rights. That our churches will be under siege, our rights will be taken, possibly our guns would be taken, our banking system could collapse. Just in the next four to eight years, this next president may be the last chance. We can't take that risk. Well, Glenn, I would uh, again, I say that both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump are cut from the same cloth. These are both big, you know, they're, they're both tax and spend liberals. These are people who are going to grow the size of the federal government. Donald Trump has made a, pr- a promise about the Supreme Court, but he's violated that promise even in the campaign, saying that his sister would make a good justice, saying that, you know, Peter Thiel would make a good justice. I and mean, this is not a man who we can trust. This just simply isn't a man that we can trust. We are in a terrible spot right now. Yes, we don't have time to waste, but we have allowed ourselves, I'll say this, we have allowed ourselves to be offered two horrendous candidates from the two major parties. And so this is what I'm saying, Glenn. I'm calling on all Americans now to have a conversation, a conversation with each other, a conversation around the dinner table, in the backyard, over the fence in the backyard with the neighbor, with your colleagues, about the fundamental principles that have made this country the most prosperous and powerful on earth. We've got to go back as American citizens to the essentials. We've got to ourselves recommit ourselves to to these principles and pursue better leaders. We're not, you know, from the two major parties, we're not going to get them this year. But I believe we can get more of them in the future. But we've got to start with basics. We're in a tough spot this year. There are no great, no great solutions. That's just the reality. That's the, that's the difficult place we've been in. We have to start rebuilding something new, and it starts with a conversation with America, one that I and Mindy Finn are trying to have with America and one that I'm asking Americans to have with themselves using this document, using these principles. 
Uh, Evan, uh, uh, Stu, I, I have a one of the things that we've seen in this debate is is the the world of foreign policy has been you know really a shambles. Everything from trade uh, to uh, you know we have. I mean, we watched the debate the other night. Hillary Clinton, we know what a disaster she was with Russia. I mean, you know, the reset button. I mean, that was, you know, a total disaster. And then her opponent, in his own defense, uh, says that he doesn't know anything about the inner workings of Russia. So these are our two options. And then not to mention Gary Johnson, who, you know, has his issues with where is Aleppo or what is Aleppo and all of this. How does your experience differ from these three? Well, I I spent 11 years serving in the Central Intelligence Agency. I was an undercover operative. Uh, Most of that time came after 9-11. I managed some of our country's most sensitive counterterrorism operations against al-Qaeda leadership uh, and and other sensitive uh, traditional intelligence operations against countries that are adversaries to liberty. If you would have handled the documents that you had, which I assume are less sensitive than what the uh, uh, Secretary of State Hillary Clinton had. Would you be in prison if you handled them the way she did? Uh, yes. Well, I handled some very, very sensitive stuff that she may not even have had. But but even if I had handled uh, lesser uh, uh, classifica- classified documents, yes, I, I would have been fired, first of all. My security clearance would have been revoked, and I likely would have gone to jail. And that's the reality. But that's what we see. And, Glenn, you pointed that out, just the corruption. I mean, we we live in a country where most Americans feel that we're on the wrong – a strong majority of Americans feel we're on the wrong track. People don't feel like they're being heard by the government anymore, largely because so much power is centralized in Washington, D.C. But we – this is exactly the wrong moment to elect a deeply corrupt leader. And that's what we're poised to do. And, and it is truly unfortunate, and we cannot allow ourselves to be in this so, situation again. How would you deal with Russia? Yesterday, the uh, number two guy in the Duma came out and said that if America votes for Hillary Clinton and does not elect Donald Trump, that, uh, there will, that nuclear war is imminent. He said there will be Hiroshima's and Nagasaki's everywhere. <laughs> Well, look, first of all, the first thing we need to do is we need to reassert our strength in the world. What we have done under President Obama is withdrawn our strength and communicated weakness to the to the whole world. And so all of the destructive actors, whether it's Vladimir Putin or Bashar al-Assad or or the Chinese uh, Chinese government uh, appropriate uh, annexing parts of the South China Sea or or North Korea, Kim Jong, uh, the Kim Kim regime and. You know, what we've got here is a reaction by all these bad actors to a leadership, a power void, a power vacuum that's been left by President Obama. The first thing we need to do, we need a president who will stand up and be strong. Uh, and that is that that solves a lot of problems. Candidly, it used to be the countries knew they couldn't mess with us. And as a result of that, they didn't most of the time. That is not the case anymore because of our presidency. Uh, because of this administration. But I'll tell you something. We would get more of the same with Hillary Clinton in that regard. But with with Donald Trump, we would get somebody who has actually aligned himself with these bad actors. I mean, it is unconscionable to me, that we, incredible that, that we find ourselves in this situation. And, it, and, I, and I struggle and am so disappointed with Republicans. You know, Republicans, the Republican Party was the National Security Party. How can they not stand up to Donald Trump's allegiance and infatuation with Vladimir Putin? How is that possible? 
But this is where we find ourselves. And this, guys, is why I'm saying that we, are, we find ourselves in a leadership crisis in this country, and we must return to these principles. Our principles are our strength, and we must have this conversation with each other. It's not the, it's not the, you know, the mainstream media. We can't wait for our leaders. They've let us down. We must turn to each other and rededicate ourselves to these principles and find our own leaders and promote them into office. Evan McMullen um, running as a, a third-party candidate, um, doing well in the polls in Utah, may actually win uh, in Utah, which is something that Gary Johnson hasn't even been able to pull off in his own state. Um, he's within four points in Utah and uh, doing well in the Mountain West and is a write-in candidate, is on the ballot in some states, writing candidate on others. How many states can people vote for you and actually have it count? Well, it's 34 states, but by the time we get to Election Day, it'll be 43, potentially up to 45. Most Americans will have the opportunity to vote for me and to have their vote counted. That's the reality. We're very excited about that. We already have access to more than 300 electoral college votes. Uh, so, and we've done that in just a matter of weeks. I mean, this is a, for us. It's a three-month presidential campaign. I've got a phenomenal team. We've moved very, very swiftly, and we are doing it on the backs of our tremendous supporters. They're very strong, very motivated, and they have helped us get ballot access across the country. It's just right. been truly incredible to watch. Evan McMullen is uh, running as a candidate for president. Um, and uh, is beginning to pick up some steam in Utah. He's about to pass both Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, uh, and only 52% of the people know who he is in Utah. Um, And that is starting to happen in the Mountain uh, West now, where he just started about, I don't know, six weeks ago, um, because he was fed up. Evan, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, the economy, because HSBC has just come out with a... Um, a, a red alert warning for the stock market uh, and a stock market crash, they say, is now pretty much imminent. Um, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. Let me talk to you about two things. People believe that the Supreme Court is the number one issue now because they feel religion is going to come under attack and the Second Amendment is going to come under attack. Where do you stand on those two things? Well, first of all, I do believe that religious liberty in this country is under attack And we need to do everything we can to protect it. The Second Amendment is obviously as well. I agree with that. Unfortunately, I just don't believe Donald Trump uh, would uh, would would pursue originalist justices on the court. I just do not believe it. We know Hillary Clinton won't either. But, yeah, I just think, look, America, we are we are in a tough position. We are in a tough position because the two major party candidates are not people who respect religious liberty. They're not people who respect the Second Amendment. And, and it's going to be tough. That's the reality. That's the reality. And that's why I keep saying that, you know, we've got to go back to our principles and we've got to really develop something new, a new movement in this country. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting. I think back about John Adams and the way he described the revolution of his time by saying the real revolution began around the kitchen table in what mothers were teaching their children in their readers. I mean, that's that's the kind of that's what we need to do. If we want to protect religious liberty, if we want to protect the Second Amendment, we have got to strengthen the conservative movement so that it can do that. And we need a political vehicle in the form of a party who will fight for those things. And we do not have that now, Glenn. We don't have that. 
we have a Republican Party and a nominee who don't support these values and who will not protect them. And, and so we, we've got to start from scratch in, in, in many ways, I believe. That's, I'm, so I'm thinking about it in the long game because I've written Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump off. They're both cut from the same cloth. So let's, let's rebuild our conservative movement through discussing these core principles, recommitting ourselves to these core principles. We're angry. We're all angry. I get that. But we need to channel that to something constructive and positive for our country. And this is what Evan, I believe it is. Evan McMullen. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.